0: Welcome to episode number nine of the Align With Summer podcast. I am so happy you're here. I am so excited to get into today's episode because it's something that's really important and it's only resonated with me really truly in the last week or so. Something that I haven't covered much before on social media. I mean, I've touched on it, but I don't think I've really made it the forefront of business. And I will I will go into what I mean by that. And this is gonna be super valuable for you because essentially I'm gonna be going through the things that I shifted and the things that I focused on that allowed me to stay so consistent with fitness And not only get results, but actually sustain the body that I wanted without ruining my relationship with food or still having that stress and everything around it. Do you know what? So I've been training consistently, like I've been into fitness myself for seven years now. And when I first started, it was so much about aesthetics. That is what people were training for. I mean, At that time, it was just the leanest you could get, the better, you know, the harder you worked, the better. If you worked harder, trained harder, ate less, your results would be better. And this was a really unsustainable way of doing things. And, you know, when I hired my first coach, I had a meal plan, I had a training plan, and, you know, I I got in shape and I looked good. But I would still say that my mindset just was not there and even when I reached my goal weight, even when I looked the way that I wanted to look more or less, I still felt like shit and I want you to know this before you get to that point, if you haven't already got to that point, to know that there is so much inner work that has to be done alongside the outer work like the physical work as in the sessions in the gym and what you're eating so I used to PT in person one-to-one right um long story short when I got my PT qualification I am qualified by the way I'm aware that maybe some people coach and they're not qualified I chose to be qualified so I am a qualified personal trainer um and I I did sessions one-to-one in uh, the gym, I didn't actually go straight into it when I got my qualification, I actually held my qualification for over a year, I think maybe closer to two years before I started um, coaching people, just because I didn't feel like my mindset was in the right place, I didn't feel like I'd reached a point in my fitness journey where I'd been through enough and kind of got to the other side to be able to help others most effectively. I'm a huge believer that people need to learn from people who have been where they want to be, right? And I didn't feel like if my relationship with food wasn't the best, that I could effectively coach other people on that, right? It, it didn't make any sense to me. And I knew that my cup needed to be fuller and I needed to make sure that I was in the best energy and I was, you know, like I had really good form, making sure that my relationship with food was good, making sure that I knew that the process that I was going to get my clients to follow would be the most effective for them and I could completely understand any challenges that they had. Because the worst thing I could have done is taken on clients at a point where I still hadn't really figured out enough for myself yet um you know you need to be in a good spot you need to have energy do you need to be perfect no of course not um but I found that once I'd overcome my own challenges and really figured out how I wanted to do things you know then it was just, it was easy to make that jump to coaching others because I was so confident and I knew exactly what I had done to uh, get to that point in my own journey that I just knew that like this would be game changing for other people. And a big part of that was focusing on my inner world. And it's something I'm gonna start talking about more in my content. It's something I'm gonna start talking about more, you know, online because there's such a notion that fitness and personal training and fitness coaching is just what you do in the gym or just a calorie deficit or just what you eat and I'm just really bored of it and I was speaking to a friend the other day saying I'm just bored of being in this personal trainer box like yes I'm a personal trainer online fitness coach cool but the actual work you need to do does go beyond your training plan and the energetic and mental shifts I had to make to actually be consistent with it is largely what I teach inside my program as well because I don't want people coaching with me and then getting you know really good results and then when you know the program comes to an end or whichever they don't know how to sustain their results they've just kind of been tick boxing following what I've said and then we get to the end and they're like okay now what like I've been tracking calories now what like how do I manage my own training when do I change my training program all of these things so it's something that I largely encompass now is like actually how do we integrate this back into our own life like how do we continue this on make this a way of life now. The three things in particular that I want to share that I focused on, which really helped me make this shift and made my results exponentially better, both in the gym, but also with my headspace, is change my beliefs around food and dieting. I didn't quite realise how much I had been conditioned and how much information I had taken in from External sources that really shaped my beliefs about food. Like, I believed and I, I truly believed that, you know, I had to be restrictive to see progress, you know, that skipping meals and having a shake instead was normal. And if, you know, if I wanted to be skinny, that's what I was going to have to do. Um, and it took a while actually to really uncover what those beliefs were because it's something that you don't really want to have to think about you know, it's quite easy to go into avoidance and think, you know, I'm not even going to like give that any energy. I'm not even going to think about that because it's quite a sore subject. Like no one wants to admit that like their beliefs have been ingrained into them and kind of bringing them up to the surface and working on them can be uncomfortable. But for the longevity game, for the long game it is so crucial. So working through those was was key because then it allowed me to see food in a different light, it allowed me to see nutrition in a different light. Um, and it helped me stay consistent because I was no longer in this binge restrict cycle because I just had a much deeper understanding of, you know, what what was true about food and nutrition. Kind of moving on, but still on the same same line is actually learning about nutrition, learning about Macros learning about calories. You know, have I tracked calories forever and ever? Do I still track now? No, I don't. I tracked calories for a couple years, and that was cool. You know, I, I really got down with the um tracking, like you know, if it fits your macros, which was if you didn't know what that was, it was kind of a movement that as long as the food you're eating fitted your carb. Uh, Protein and fat target that you could essentially eat what you wanted within that, and you know it was cool, it was flexible. But I definitely knew that tracking calories wasn't something that I wanted to do forever and ever. So then I had the secondary challenge of working through going from tracking to then not tracking and actually just trusting myself to eat what food I wanted and knowing that I was going to maintain a really good shape and really good energy, and I wasn't going to lose my progress. So that was uh, something I encountered later in my journey is when I stepped off of tracking into just eating and living. Uh, And that's also something that I go through with clients now because I don't think anyone needs to track forever. It's a tool. It's really good when you first start out to know how much you should be having, to, you know, become mindful of protein content, to become mindful of um, your intake, your portion sizes. But I don't think it's something that people need to follow forever and ever. I think there's a point where you can draw the line and be like, right, okay, cool. I'm ready to start slowly integrating into um, trusting my body, listening to my body, listening to hunger cues. And, Um, I say eating intuitively but at that point you probably know what kind of calories and protein are in foods although it's intuitive you're still quite like aware um, of the quality of food that you're eating and prioritizing what felt good was something huge for me I used to feel such a pressure that I had to force workouts I had to um, you know if I could overcome not wanting to do something or not being in the mood to do something if I could overcome that and push through it it was like yeah you know like the gym bro like team no days off like get in the gym you're sad get in the gym you're angry get in the gym you're tired get in the you know you get it right and it felt like I was swimming upstream for a, lot of, for a lot of my fitness journey, it felt like, you know, the river was going one way, and I was just swimming against the current, trying to get to the top, trying to get to the top, and I, I never needed to get to the top of the river, like, I was just meant to flow with it, I was just meant to enjoy it, like, if one day I wanted to prioritize yoga over weight training, that's cool, if I wake up one day, and I'm super tired, and drained, and I am not feeling the gym and I just know that my body is not in a position where, you know, I wanna go to the gym, I will go for a little walk instead. I might do some stretching. I might just sit on the sofa and have a coffee. Like being able to actually tap into my body and my energy and give myself permission that it's fine. Like it's fine to rest. It's fine to do things you enjoy. I, if I go to the gym on a day where I'm, again, like I'm not really feeling it, but I'm, you know, I'm okay enough to go, I might prioritize like a couple exercises that I really love first to kind of get me like in the flow with things, you know, things can change, the the plan can change a little bit, as long as you're moving in the right direction over the long term, it's all good, like one workout is not make or break, if you have one workout that doesn't feel great or, you know, um, didn't go as well as you wanted, it's not the end of the world, like, let's look at how they've been over the last 30 days, the last 60 days, I think, yeah, having fun, not taking things so seriously, I remember my walks used to be, like, timed walks, okay, and I'd wear my Apple Watch, and I had to hit 10,000 steps, like I had to, and my walks became like, how long have I been out, how many steps have I done, um, I need to pick up the pace, because two weeks ago, I was walking a mile quicker than what I am now, so I'm obviously slacking, like, this is no good, I need to improve, and like, fuck, do you know how draining that is, like it's a walk, it's meant to be fun, you're like, it's a walk, go and get a coffee and go for a walk with a friend, listen to a podcast, fucking daydream, like I really took everything so seriously and it made me so resentful and frustrated in my journey because I just couldn't have fun because it was like, if I don't drop a pound by Thursday morning, this has been a waste of time and I was just obsessed and going, you know, full on at it, like, sometimes, you know what, now, I, I don't track my steps anymore, I haven't for a while, because I changed from my Apple Watch, and I wore it a couple days last week, but to be honest, I've just, like, completely forgotten about it, but I'm actually just thinking, like, I'm just gonna go for a walk on a route that I know is around 35 minutes, and, like, that's gonna be fine, that's enough. I'm going to do that each day. And actually, just giving yourself permission to go with the flow a little bit and just enjoy the process and just enjoy your day to day means that you're going to stick to it for so much longer. And I genuinely believe that is why I have now been consistent for seven years because I've really nailed the whole balancing. I've nailed the the mindset element like I I think about fitness and food and training so differently to when I started and I don't see it being talked about enough and I definitely don't talk about it enough but it's something that is so important and if you're going to do anything for yourself my advice is make sure you're working on your inner world just as much as your outer world with fitness like it's not all about the way you look it's not all about the the measurements the weight on the scale you reside inside this body you need to make sure that you're looking after what's inside too i'm so excited to follow a bit more of this uh mindset energy concept with my content and with my coaching i feel really really drawn to it and as i said it's something that i've known for a long time i've always been a bit hesitant I think to to go too much into mindset because I thought oh like are people gonna care will people listen will people think it's weird because you know I'm a trainer and I'm just meant to give out workouts and meal plans and I thought fuck that you know what like this is me this is true to me and this is what has brought on my transformation it's how my clients get transformations it's it's not so much the training plan and the meals of course it's part of it but like such a big part is that energetic and mental shift so if this is the kind of vibe you're on then I'd love to have you I will catch you in the next episode have an amazing week